So you've researched your options and decided that you're creating a blog, vlog, or podcast to support your business. That's fantastic. But after that decision is made, what do you do next? In this episode, we're breaking down the three steps to take before you launch your blog, vlog, or podcast. Ready? Let's go. Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for busy solopreneurs who want to improve their marketing productivity. Join us every Wednesday as we share actionable productivity and marketing tips to help you overcome those inevitable messy moments. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to episode 66 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. And I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. Today's topic is a follow-up to episode number 32, where we talked about how to choose a blog, vlog, or podcast as your main content asset. That episode has been really, really popular. So today we're talking about what to do before launching your blog, vlog, or podcast. After you've decided which format is right for you, you may think that the next step is to create content. That's the direction you may want to take. But often it's the planning that guides your work, optimizes your productivity, and sets you up for success. So jumping right into content creation can bite you in the butt. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) You know, you've been told to take action and take risks. You know, that whole the early bird gets the worm. But they never talk about all the prep work and planning the early bird does. You hear mostly about the glory of achieving a goal more so than the planning it. So before launching your blog, vlog, or podcast, it's time to do some advanced planning to make your content marketing sustainable and more effective. Sustainable means that you'll be able to consistently keep up with your blog, vlog, or podcast. And more effective means that what you're doing actually supports your business. So what things are you going to do first after you've settled on a content format? That's what we're talking about today. And I'll give you a hint. It's not to create content first, though that's what most will want to do and actually do. (laughs) And that will be what your gut tells you to do. But instead, you're going to follow this list. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Fight the urge to create content right away. Instead, start with a content strategy. Step one is to develop a strategy for your blog, blog, or podcast. I can already hear you groaning and moaning <laughs> over this one because you're sick of us saying that. Do I know say you say that are. a lot. Do we say that a lot? <laughs> really? I mean, a lot. We do, I guess. <laughs> but look, you've got to sort out some really super critical details before creating any content. And that's where the content strategy comes in. It identifies things like your target market and who the content is for. You've got to get really familiar with the needs and wants of your desired audience. A strategy also helps you figure out your content themes. You've got to identify what topics you want to talk about to attract your target market. And a strategy will also help you set smart business goals for the content. You need to understand what you plan to accomplish with a blog, vlog, or podcast, and how you will measure your success. All of these things matter to your content creation, so you need to think about them first. A content strategy also does three important things. It helps you confirm that you're on the right path. 
For example, through the strategy process, you could discover that the format you chose isn't right for your business, or you could discover that you need to modify the target audience. Figuring out the basics at the onset saves you from wasting time. It's better to switch gears early rather than after you've created content or launched. Content strategy also helps you decide what content to create and for whom, as well as why you're creating it. The what, the who, and the why. Believe it or not, knowing these details helps you produce more effective content that attracts targeted leads and supports your business goals. And finally, content strategy also helps you analyze the competition to know what you're up against, which could influence your choices and the content path you take. Let's use an analogy. You're not going to go on a vacation to Italy without mapping out your plans, right? First, you're going to figure out your flights or how you're going to get to Italy. Then you'll determine what you're going to do once you get there. Next, you'll determine what you need to pack. There's preparation involved. It's not like you invest all of this time and money into your big trip and then just show up in Italy. You research and prepare first. And that's what a strategy does. It guides your way and gives you direction so that you reach your destination and goals. If you get to creating content before a strategy, you could waste a lot of time. You could attract the wrong audience, or you can even set yourself up for failure right from the get-go. Exactly. If you don't have a clue about how to get started with content strategy, be sure to download my free content strategy from scratch workbook. This workbook has examples, fill in the blanks, and multiple choice options to make this process as easy as possible for you. And not only do you get the workbook, but I've also included videos to guide you through the workbook. So it's a workbook with an optional mini course that's less than an hour long. Sweet. Definitely take Megan up on that offer. The link will be in the show notes and on our website. So what's next after your strategy is done? Is it time to create your content yet? No, not yet. The next step is to plan ahead and map out your content with a calendar. We've talked about this repeatedly as well, but Stick with us. <laughs> we do. We do talk about that one a lot too. <laughs> you know how I just mentioned planning a trip to Italy? Well, this is when you decide where to visit and what to do once you get there. You don't want to wait to get to Italy and wing it. You plan your days and evenings. Again, it's about preparation. Okay. I'm loving this analogy. It's making me want to take a trip, you know, especially after we've been locked down for so long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> anyway, we've already talked about what a content calendar is and the benefits of using one. So go back and listen to that episode if you need to. But the idea is to plan a few months of your weekly or daily content topics and put them into a calendar. This makes creating the content much faster and more manageable. You know what to put on your schedule. You can plan better and you can support your marketing campaigns better too. The calendar even makes your content more effective since you're more thoughtful and strategic about your topics versus just winging it at the last minute. Planning your content in a calendar makes a big difference. We do this for the podcast and I've done this for my blog. The content calendar is a tool to optimize your time and plan ahead. It keeps you consistent and supports carrying out your strategy. 
to keep up with your blog, vlog, or podcast, you'll need to plan and prepare your topics before the due dates. Creating last minute content is not ideal and sometimes it's just not possible. I mean, are you going to write and edit a 1500 word blog post or 20 minute how-to video at the last minute? If you do, it's going to eat into your schedule, derail you, and the content is probably not going to be great. Quality content takes time and planning and even a little patience. Amen Amen to that. Yes. (laughs) And that leads us nicely to step number three. Before launching your blog, vlog, or podcast, use your calendar from the previous step to prepare a month of content in advance. This is content planning on steroids. And believe me, you'll be so happy that you've done this step. Yeah. You know, at first it may sound like it's extreme, but life happens. Things in business take unexpected turns or personal stuff comes up. Having content done in advance is like an insurance policy. You worry less and maximize your marketing productivity. This step makes it possible to get ahead instead of falling behind. And you know, that feels awesome. Yeah, it really does feel awesome. You know, I got used to that drowning feeling of always being behind, Mm -hmm. and it's really an awful, terrible place to be, both from a productivity and from a mindset aspect. Creating a month of content in advance improves the quality of your content. There's time to research, edit, and produce a superior end product as you get ahead of the curve. And creating content before you launch gives you a chance to work in the weeds. You see what it takes to produce and manage your content. You figure out all the moving parts. There is a lot to content production. You need to know how much time the tasks will take and what's involved. And working in the weeds gives you the opportunity to develop a process and systems that support your time and productivity before getting into the ongoing commitment that a vlog, blog, or podcast require. You know, I'm a big fan of systems. They make it possible to sustain your business and your sanity. Oh my God, that's such a big thing. And systems also make it easier to outsource. We work on the podcast at least a month in advance, but guess what? We've had life happen. Having the content done in advance allowed us to manage through those hard times. We could stay consistent with publishing episodes amid the crisis. And that's another reason we are big proponents of creating content a month out. Having content done before it's due has been a huge lifesaver. That's been a big part of how and why we're able to release a podcast episode every single Wednesday for over a year now. That and having a team. Absolutely. By the way, I want to mention that if you're doing a live vlog or podcast, you can still prepare by outlining a month of content in advance. And I want to add that Megan did these steps with me for my blog before I launched it. She created a strategy and calendar. Then we worked at least three weeks ahead with the blog content. Working ahead meant I was more consistent and less overwhelmed by content marketing. The process we covered today is a great example of marketing productivity. The point is we do this. I've done this and Megan has done this for clients and for herself. It works. These steps improve your marketing and how you implement it. 
Planning ahead supports your health, productivity, and ability to meet deadlines and goals. Planning also makes your marketing more effective and more productive. And in general, that improves your results. So hopefully we've convinced you to do these three steps before launching your blog, vlog, or podcast. Even if you've already launched, it's not too late. You can still go through these steps especially if you're not satisfied with how your content is performing. It's never too late to assess and revise your marketing. Okay, that's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and download the content strategy from scratch workbook while it's still available. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Basics at the onset saves you some... (laughs) (laughs) Take a swig. What's in that? Mason jar. (laughs) And not only do you get the work, but the work week. I sound like the uh, Swedish chef from the Muppets. Swedish chef from the Muppets. (laughs) Dirty, dirty, dirty chicken. Work, work. (laughs) Me, 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 me. Sorry. Beaker has to make an appearance and have the Swedish chef without Beaker. To keep up with your blog, bog, vog. All right. 